Earth, planet of peace, love, and harmony, threatened by a growing scourge, corrupting souls and morality. Alcohol. Four heroes have come together to rid the Earth once and for all of this poison and save the hearts and minds of the children. We're here to save the Earth from booze. Whiskey red. Vodka blue. Tequila yellow. Jaeger green. Together we are Sake Sentai Drinkinger. Welcome to another smashing evening of Sake Sente Drinkenger. I'm Leif Johnson. Susie Stewart. Sonia Verney. Monty Kowalski. Yep. We are here to talk about the 1975 TV show Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger. We're going to only talk about this under the influence of alcohol. Because yeah. that is that is the Sake Sente Drinkenger's way. If we were just now tuning in on episode, what, 13? Yeah. You gotta go. Yeah. I mean, you gotta read the blog post. You gotta go back because if you're like, oh, finally someone who's gonna do a podcast about Go Ranger. <laughs> Sorry, we're drunk. We've been <laughs> drinking. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. In fact, hold on. In fact, most of our podcasts actually like circles around like Donger and Spandex. And I don't I mean, know that's, that's really true. been <laughs> most episodes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Know, I really. Tonight's episode is, well, episode three of tonight's Donger. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get to it. Don't worry. Though, you may have, you may recall about two episodes ago, there was a pretty heavy-duty amount of Donger talk. Newsflash, that's not going to change. No. But anyway, if I could sum up in one word how I feel about you, how thankful I am for you joining us here tonight, it would be this. Yeah. Oh, I actually have another beer open already, but we need that sound effect. I do have that sound effect recorded, but... It's not... you got to make it organic. Yeah. It's got to come fresh every time. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. What are we, we talking are, about tonight? Well, tonight, again, though our uh, one of our team members is... Still in New Zealand. Still trapped. Still trapped. Still soaking like up... a still, vat of rum. Yeah, still soaking up the juices at the bottom of a rum barrel somewhere in New Zealand. He's doing the Lord's work. That can't be healthy. He's probably drinking all that rum... You know, when you're in the bath too long. No, there's no such thing. Is that what his liver is like <laughs> at this point? It's like it's all pretty crinkled. Pretty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. If you're if you're a normal person, it's just a tiny that shriveled right? pickle like? of a liver. A drink hinder, like if a drink- you are a med student, please tell us <laughs> yeah. if that's accurate. As long as he's maintaining morph, because a drink hinder and yeah. morph has. When their their costume changes, but also they get like a like six endocrine layers yeah. like around the liver. It's fortified. It's like, it's like a it's like a fortress. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. uh, it's like Alcatraz in yeah. there. Uh, A L, Alcatraz. Alcohol. Like alcohol. You make it sound like like this indoctrin what it what endocrine endocrine. You make that sound like a good thing, but I'm pretty sure it's bad. Please enlighten me and set me straight. He doesn't well. know anything about it. <laughs> well, as a biology doctor... That's not absolutely true at all. You have a degree in sociology. <laughs> 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 
This will let me tell you. Which I can say means that uh, drinking with friends is sort of good for your mental health. Yay! <laughs> there you go. And hey, cheers to that. Drinking with your friends. Yeah, cheers. Clink. Uh, oh no. Oh, Monty, oh. you don't have a. Oh, there's your drink. Don't clink that glass. It might break. It's very thin. No, no, do it. It might Quink. sound good. Oh, yeah, here. So, do you it. Guys. Do it near the mic. Near the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing got broken. Everything's oh, that, fine. That's going to be good pod, mm. guys. It's good pod. What did we watch tonight? Well, we watched episodes. Some shit. Yeah, we watched episodes 37, 38, and 39. That's, that is. Technically accurate. Yeah. And we... Oh, cute. A couple of us took notes. Yeah, I took I took notes. And and Monty took notes. Yeah, Jaeger Green took some notes. I took notes to a point. Yeah, well, that's fair. That that point being halfway through the second episode. That well describes the amount of note-taking that I took as well. Well. Yeah, like a well drink. (laughs) A pure white flesh! The Black Cross Fear is true, true form. form. Yes, episode I 37. I true wrong. Oh, did you do T-R-E-E? <laughs> my, my notes for this are a pure, a pure white something, Black Cross Fear is two form. Oh. T-O-O, like like also excessively form. Oh, I thought you meant true, like like the way French spell true cheese. No. That would be... When, no. Also, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, t- like T-R-E-U, like true cheese. Like Troyote. Tri- tri- I mean, like blue cheese, the way the French spell blue cheese. Fucking, yeah, fuck that. Anyway, um, whatever. Don't get me started on French blue cheese. Oh, yeah. We're As the heiress to America's foremost legacy of America's foremost expert of blue, blue cheese. Don't even get me started on that. My dad, well, he used to be America's foremost expert on blue cheese. He got usurped by a friend of his. Who I usurped. thought that was just a bizarre statement. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Making, my, dad like asserting. Is, my dad was actually America's foremost expert on blue cheese until a former colleague, colleague who he used to work with at the Blue Cheese Case in Fairville, Minnesota, usurped his title by winning multiple international awards for amazing blue cheese. It's okay. We know the guy, so whatever. Are they friends? Yeah, they're definitely friends. So did one guy? Steal He's younger than my dad. So so the use of thing my, is accurate. My, my dad's not really pissed about it. My dad's like he deserves it. My dad is like the second America's foremost expert on blue cheese now. And he's from the Midwest. Yeah, he's from Iowa. Seems like the uh, kind of uh, response that. A Midwesterner would have very humble usurping, but he super hates it when American blue cheese people spell it B L E U. He's like, no, you're fucking American. Fuck the French bullshit. Spell Does it your dad B-L-E-U. swear like that? Oh, my dad hates the French more than anything else. Oh, I'm just educating son. You can cut this. We will. Or whatever. I don't care. So we'll this, cut, we'll cut this is this is character I found building. It fascinating. Yeah, this is character no, it's fine. Some of the you just learned a little good. bit of tequila yellow. Yeah. So. One of the uh, discretion. One of the he's heard that story like a billion times. One of the excellent scenes that we get very early on in this episode is Professor Edagawa, also known as our Commander in Chief. Oh man, it's so great! Is teaching a class on mm. curry no, making. No, you're too far forward. That you was like the forward. second minute of the episode. No, the open the opening scene Bar- is a scientist in a jeep murdering some putties. Yeah. Never- Reversal of expectations. He pulls out what a revolver. Yeah, yeah he just drive bys some putties with a revolver. You see this? But 
You see the scientist driving this Jeep in his white robe, and you're like, oh, fuck, here's a scientist. He's going to get murdered by the Black Cross Army. The Black Cross Army starts waving their flags around with this road stop, and they're like, nope, you can't come through. Nope, 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 stop. The scientist pulls out a pistol and fucking shoots him and then drives through the barricade, rips his scientist robes off, and he's like, ha-ha, I've escaped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets this look on his face. Like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I've always wanted to drive through a barricade. Yeah. And now, these are just some, these are just some terrorists. They're not even the police. Right. Like, I can do this. And he... Holds out his tiny y- gun. Yanks out his pistol. Oh, man. Yeah, you can tell this is definitely his day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest, it's his day for about another... 40 seconds. Yeah, because he's like he's like trying to escape with like stolen plans. Yeah. And then his Jeep gets picked up by one of those oh, yeah. ridiculous airplanes with the claws. Yeah, those fucking airplanes. Oh, he's the like, Condor. I've got to yeah. get these plans to, to. They're important. And so he like sends them away on like his like rocket vape pen. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I one of my coworkers has a has Vapes. a vape. He, he has a vape pen. Um. Gotta have my vape. Yeah, well, I don't judge. He's, you know, like a lot of people, he's using a vape pen because he smoked cigarettes for so many years. He's right. trying to wean himself off of it. And one of the, one of our other guys is like, "Oh, I bet you get some pretty big clouds off of that." And he's <laughs> like, <sighs> "He's like, no, I I smoke it because it's got a little bit of nicotine and flavor. Like, I don't care about the size of my clouds." <laughs> I have coworkers that call them douche flutes. <laughs> Like, I, I get it that some people want to use vaping for oh presentation. Oh, God, did you see, do you remember some of those clouds at PAX? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Some people vape because I think they want to feel like a dragon. They oh, want to have, like, a, black, a huge puff of smoke. But some people vote, vape for very utilitarian reasons. If I want to feel like a dragon, I just smoke a bunch of weed and I blow it out all of my <laughs> nose and mouth. This scientist is definitely vaping for utilitarian reasons, but badass utilitarian yeah. reasons. Yeah. He pulls out his little vape pen. And he does this little, like, you know, when people, you know, when somebody's about to die because they talk in this dramatic, choked voice. Yeah. And that was he, really good, Shatner. It well, was. Yeah. Cool. It was like you're barely remembering your lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that is definitely true. I have not memorized my lines very well. <laughs> and then he kind of throws it in the air, and a little rocket launches off it, and it just shoots through the air like a little mechanical homing yeah. pigeon. And it's that was kind of when I knew this episode was going to be good. Yeah. Well. Uh, the scientist just yeah. Then plop- he gets then he gets dropped. Yeah, him he... pulling out the pistol and shooting the Black Cross Army guys and plowing through a barricade was like unprecedented for scientists and Go Ranger. Mm-hmm. That's when we knew it was going to be good at. Well, that's probably because like he a... wasn't actually a scientist and he was just a, a an eagle spy. Was he an eagle spy pretending to be? Was he an eagle spy pretending to be a scientist or was he an eagle spy who was also a scientist? I well, we'll never know. Well, he tore off the lab coat. It wasn't a legit lab coat. No, we don't know that. He could have been both. I but like I, every other scientist, like wears the lab coat until they die. I believe is, in my heart he was a little bit of column A and column B. Is our only evidence and only notion that he was a scientist based on the lab, lab coat? coat? Yeah. Not all scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all scientists. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Jin 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 Violet wasn't here for this, so. Didn't no, well? not for that part. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, you kind of mm-hmm. came in ten minutes yeah, later. Yeah, he was like, it was the yeah. best thing ever. Well, sorry. And that's how we knew it was good episode. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, don't worry. We'll get to the parts that you came in. Yeah. It was on. still really good. I still enjoyed myself. Yeah. So we had a pretty strong action-packed start. 
and then we go on to apparently what stuck out stronger in my mind is Professor Edogawa, also known as Commander of Chief, oh, yes, teaching a curry class to 30 women and Key Ranger. <laughs> yeah, my note for this is Key Ranger thirsty for curry while ladies watch. Yeah! <laughs> That's accurate. Which is apparently... <laughs> I don't also, Taro's there to give a riddle. I think... God, and that fucking magpie. Oh, that's... Yeah, so we've got... He wasn't mini there gr- for the next two episodes. Though. We've got many great elements here. We've got the commander-in-chief, who I think set this whole thing up to get some phone numbers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's totally, you know, playing... He's in his he's in his civvies persona. Yeah. He's teaching a curry class... And he's like, I want to meet some housewives. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and like 30 of them show up to the class, and there's no... He, I mean, And they're all looking good. He's charming. They're in their Snoopy aprons. He's gonna get some phone numbers they're if Snoopy. he plays it right. Yeah, why and who... Apron? But who's there to ruin his plan Key except Ranger. for Key Ranger? And Key Ranger, you know Key Ranger doesn't give a shit about learning how to make curry. He's supposed to eat As it. long as Key Ranger has 500 yen in his pocket, he's just gonna buy curry. And... All the the other women in this class—they were are, all crowded around him. Yeah, they're well. They found out is that because he's the eater. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they make a curry and they're like, "Is this curry any good? I don't know. Feed it to this guy." And he just eats curry after curry. He makes a lot of silly faces. Yeah. And As it, producers of things, we we need people like him, like yeah. whether it's crochet or knit or cooking. Someone's like, gotta consume. Yeah. It's true. There it would be, yeah. I guess it'd be kind of awkward if it was just like a big curry making fest, and there was just nobody ate it. Plate after plate of curry, and nobody could going eat much cold because they're trying to watch their housewifely figure. Yeah, that's where Key Ranger, Key Ranger, a saint, an angel, in more ways than one. Yeah, he's the hero that the curry eating world of Japan deserves. Yes. Well, what happened after that? What's the actual plot of this episode? Well, uh, we fork, get to the fork, fork mask. We get to our like seventh fork mask. Fork. My note for this is forks. Always forks. Now, we've had a lot of comb masks and... It's about time. Kind of like... There was another mask I know just had a fork. But a lot of face. tines. A lot of tine-based masks. he had a different sort of name. This mask... Good book they, they finally have just called this guy Fork Mask. He's, what else did he have? It's not even like iron or steel. Yeah. Fork. It's just Fork Mask. Yeah. And he, he had, had a bunch of forks. Just yeah, you know, he's yeah, got a head that's like a big red rubber ball, <laughs> with one big fork in front of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like fifty forks just stabbed into his head, like yeah. regular forks. Yeah. Those are his fork shuriken. They're just regular <laughs> forks that he throws at people. <laughs> How many forks? What the fuck? How many forks? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. Literally just forks, like Blue Raja. If you've seen Mystery Men. Yeah. Yeah. That Literally was... just like the I feel like Blue Raja saw this episode and was like, I need to be that <laughs> that that's my power. However, like the way his head was and the the force were mm-hmm. stuck in it, it reminded me of the um, um tomatoes that uh your grandma used to put um, Oh the bobby oh, pins. Yeah, the the sewing oh. tomato. Yeah. 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 Because it was red too, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it was had a reddish hue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All he was missing was a little green stem on top. Mm. Yeah. It would have been. I hope that's one of the monsters at some point. Oh, Oh. tomato head. There's got to be. Push pin. Push pins. Oh man. Holder. With with like forty-five years of Sentai, there's got to (laughs) be. Of all the ridiculous (laughs) monsters. With like with like the little one attached to it. Yeah. There's like the. What was that little one for? Was that just decorative, or is that actually for something? 
Oh, I don't know. Because the ones I always saw had like a little strawberry a little, shaped. Oh, like yeah, a little, yeah, a little yeah. like baby tomato. Yeah, yeah. Was that for like buttons or something. I don't no. think it was just know. there. Just it was cute. It didn't seem practical. It was just a notion, but it was literally it, it, was, it was just a notion. <laughs> what they call that bullshit? <laughs> Notions are just like the dumb bullshit you sew onto shit, and it doesn't serve a purpose. <laughs> It's just a notion. Like those shoulder strips. Well, huh? that were actually. What are notions? Notions are the the uh, tools that for sewing, like uh, like little spindly things. That's that's a notion. I, it, it doesn't make any sense, and I could be wrong, but it was. I'm not, not gonna just fight like you. A, a, a afterthought. And we're thing. definitely not gonna look it up. And we're definitely Fuck gonna. Fuck no. no why would we do that? This is not, <laughs> this is not sewing cast. I don't yeah. give a shit what a notion actually is. But that does make me. That yeah. does make me think of. We see Ranger Speaking of that mm-hmm. unnecessary shit on clothing, you know those little like straps, straps on, on your shoulders of some like yeah. jackets. Mm-hmm. It's like a little, like, it's like a, a, a strap that you can tighten, but it's not really w- sure why it's there. Yeah, it serves no purpose. It's just up on your shoulder. I think it's an army thing. Yeah, it's on, it's yeah, on, it's, like, it's like there for, like, rank insignia or something. Stupid. Yeah. He's yeah. actually jammed his gloves up into that. Yeah, yeah. Ocker Ranger just has his gloves yeah. just stored up into it. I'm like, what's he got? Like, a bunch of bananas on his shoulder? No. Turns out it's actually his gloves jammed in that. It looks really weird. It does. It looks weird from a distance. It looks like he's got a giant a bird. Cur- it looks like he's got a giant stuffed bumblebee. Bananas? Yeah. Bumblebee? Yeah. But like, yeah, like old bananas that he's going to turn into bread later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a person uh, when they do that thing where they stick a pack of cigarettes in yes. their sleeve and yeah. they roll it up. Yeah. Like in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, you mm-hmm. see him do that. Also, yeah. any 50s, like 60s greaser yeah. thing you, you don't see ever. That, you don't see that anymore, but... Well, I feel like that sums up the plot pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ah, uh, wait, uh, wait, wait. So, uh, no, yeah. black hole. The the plot of this episode oh, is actually right. pretty badass. We've got well, a... nothing's ever resolved. They tease us. They cock tease us. They tell us we're gonna see Defuser's person. Like we're, he's gonna be unmasked and revealed. Mm-hmm. Well, let's back up to where all this originates from, which is they're worried. The commander's really concerned because. Black Cross Army, which we've established as an international operation spanning from Japan to South America to Africa, Africa yeah. who knows where else, is starting to have communications and team up with the Black Hole organization. Sure. Which is, they just say, is global. It's, yeah. It's international just like Black Cross is. And, um, you know... The Soundgarden? They're both black. That's bad, right? Black hole, sun, <laughs> uh, won't you come? Black hole, cross. It's bad news. And in this scene, when the commander's trying to figure out what to do, we learn the truth behind all of Eagle's major, like the origin of all of Eagle's major intelligence decisions, which is the commander plays a game of shogi against oh, himself. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Akaranger's perm is looking real bad. Yes. Oh God! Hair cast. Yeah. Hair cast. Right. Ranger's perm looking real bad. Don't worry. In two more episodes, they trim it back. It gets better. Oh God! He just looks old and wild and crazy, and I'm just not into it. Doesn't it feel like Ranger's hair has been finding its feet for like thirty episodes? Yes, and they've had some really good hairstyles for him, and they've just not nailed it down. I'm sorry. No, I agree. You notice it. it. 
like Midoranger's hair. Stuck, oh, it's good. Stuck from the beginning. Yeah. Nailed it. Red. They just keep trying new stuff. You know when God, like Midoranger's hair is so good. Like they'll get it right and then they'll keep tweaking it. Like it's they'll kinda, it's kinda it, kinda like and then tequi- they'll let it grow out too long. It's kind of like tequila episode. yellow adjusting the periscope viewing. Hey, 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 sometimes, you know, it takes a lot of work to make sure the TV screen looks right. Low blow. It's okay. I own up to it. I'm a futzer. I can't oh. help. But Sonny, I just parted at my, at my note that was fork flop. Oh, fork flop. Is there a specific fork flop you had in mind? Oh, no, <laughs> it's, just, it's just his fork staff is real. <laughs> There's like a weak point, like where the fork actually meets the rod, where it just kind of goes... If it, it meets any pressure against a body, it goes and folds up in on itself. Yeah. I thought where the fork meets the rod is one of my favorite <laughs> Bob Dylan albums. He's <laughs> <laughs> when he kind of got out of his folksy phase. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're real worried about the two organizations teaming up. Yeah. So he comes up with a, a daring plan to fuck with them. Right. Pretty cool plan. Yeah. So they intercept, like, the black hole are driving to the meeting in their green sedan that we've seen before. Yep. And they throw some foam rocks in front of it so that they stop, and then they, uh, pun- they pull everybody out of the car, punch them out, steal their clothes. Oh, yeah. And then, and then drive to the meeting. And Peggy hides herself in the trunk. She's like really excited. <laughs> She's like She's totally She has this it. face that's like, I'm not putting on that ridiculous that ridiculous costume. I'm not gonna put on the weird KKK outfit. Yeah. I'm gonna get um, in the trunk of this car. A black KKK yeah. outfit. I don't yeah. even know what this means anymore. But yeah. she's like smiling and she climbs into the trunk okay. and closes the lid over herself. <laughs> and that is exactly where I came in. And that's yeah. where you came yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Which is What's also fantastic about that is that she, when she comes out of the trunk later, she's in morph. Yeah. yeah. And pretty much any time we see the Go Rangers actually morph, they basically put their hands straight up above their head, leap straight up in the air, and shout, Go! What do you think that looks like when she's wrapped up in the trunk? <laughs> she's just in the trunk, just like, Go! Go! Kind of slams against the sides. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm getting a phone call. I might die. 23 episodes. 23 minutes. Okay, we need to move on to the next episode soon. Yeah. Um, well, there's not that much left. Yeah. So I think we can... No, well, I mean, let's finish this episode. Yeah. yeah like, they meet. They meet. They have dinner. Yep. There's no forks, but it's okay because they're eating with fork mask, and he's made of forks. There's definitely yes. a <laughs> table full of trap curry that they all enjoy. Yeah. But that was never like, aha, it was poison. No. It's just they, they had dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, also the, situ- the whole situation was a trap. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, was the it's whole like... situation was a trap. So it wasn't necessarily the, tr- the curry itself was a trap, but the whole. Su- it was more like suspicion curry than it was trap curry. Yeah, it's well, sort of, I guess. It's sort of like they're there. To have dinner, and the bad guy, and they're like, oh, dinner is served, and the bad guy's like, yes, dinner is served. Do you need a Enjoy. fork? <laughs> but it, actually, thinking about it, it was a lot like one, one of those really, like, the first or second episode, where, like, Key Range is running around looking for a kid, mm-hmm. and he abandons his search to eat 
Curry yeah. in a random house that he's wandered into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's trap curry the same way that was trap curry. It's not poisonous. It's just they were using it yeah. to get him to sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they there's there's two roads and they're like we want Gear Ranger to walk down this road so they just put curry in that road. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they've never poisoned it. No, yeah. it's just... We've not yet It's seen. just always it's, regular The closest curry. we've seen to poison curry is Key Ranger eating curry that was actually a witch's body. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Please refer oh. our, uh, uh, our, not, our one of our rules about Sentai where we never have to lie about what yeah. happened. Uh, at some no, point... No, no, I totally <laughs> believe you. That was not a disbelief. Yeah. At some point it's revealed that Black Cross has a bomb... Yeah, I was hoping we'd get to that. And they're going to put it on one of their dumb airplanes. Monty, what can you tell us about this bomb? Uh, well, it was red, <laughs> uh-huh. and in big block letters, said BOMB on it. That's how you know. <laughs> Otherwise... Also, surprise, it was a hydrogen bomb. Oh, convenient. They're also going to deliver it by one of these Condor Copters, which are basically like Wright Brothers pedal-operated. Yeah, the pilot, like... Climbed onto that thing to fly it, but it's small enough that he just has to like lay on his yeah. belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's basically just holding like he's. That's a suicide mission. He's basically straddling yeah. a hydrogen bomb like between his thighs. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna drop that bomb and he's gonna go up with it. He never drops the bomb. How, what happens to the bomb? They get blasted into space, right? Because mm-hmm. the Rangers happen. Yeah, they. they he, gets, cool he gets he gets intercepted by Vera Bloon and they shoot a. a a big mechanical claw at it mm. that clamps onto the the plane after they freeze it. At, oh, that's right. They that's did right. freeze it. That was Ver- here for this. Ver- that was my <laughs> note. H bomb ice. Yeah, Veriblun. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we were pouring beers. It was yeah, Veriblun. Oh, this has been established sometime like recently. Has a freeze ray. Yeah, I guess it's really more like a cloud of freezing gas that it spews ahead yeah. of itself. I feel like, like when Veriblun- you take a when you take like a. Like a dust cleaner for your keyboard, turn it upside right. down. Vera Bloom just recently, so Vera Bloom was very badass when they first revealed Vera Bloom, and then Black Cross Army tried to like take Vera Bloom, and Vera Bloom like destroyed half of Tokyo because it was so powerful. Yeah, it turns out it's got guns on it. And, and shit. then for some reason, for like 15, 20 episodes, Vera Bloom just sort of got neutered and was like not powerful. They just never used Vera Bloom to its full power. I feel like in the last three episodes, Vera Bloom, they're like, oh shit, that's right. Vera Bloom's powerful. And they're just sort of returning Vera Bloom back to some of its former glory. They're like, oh, we got these Condor planes. Those are great. I'm like, excuse me. Vera Bloom can destroy all of Tokyo with its guns. Did we forget about it? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, well, I mean, it's convenient, right? It's, it's children's TV. So, like, of course, yeah. they've forgotten that Vera Bloom's wicked badass. But now Veribloom's getting cool again. Yeah, yeah. the threat capabilities always yeah. scale. Veribloom's a sh- And so, our viewers can't see, our listeners can't see that. <laughs> Imagine so the they, sine wave. Yeah, so they, they, he freezes the plane. Blue uses Veribloom to freeze the plane with the bomb on it. And then shoots this, like, mechanical claw on it that's got a rocket on it. And then he remote controls it into space where the bomb explodes. Just a lot of cool spy tech in yeah, this episode. I think so. And th- I think that's true for all three of these episodes. Yeah. yeah, they've been really like they're going heavy, sp- like cheesy spy movie. They're heavy. returning yeah. to like the first ten or fifteen episodes of Go Ranger that made Go Ranger cool before they got like weird, torn like caught up on Zeppelin bullshit. God. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> in the middle just use Bear Bloom to shoot the blimp down. It's yeah. true they kind of f- fell onto a monster of the week 
like it, rhetoric almost. It got like a yeah a, a real just anticlimactic. I would say for like a good ten to twenty episodes, there was a lot of anticlimax. Yeah. And now I feel like we're getting we're coming back around yeah. to what makes Go Ranger so cool, which is the it, spy shit. Yeah. It didn't really feel like the like the villains were really ever accomplishing anything for what? a while. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like they would, they would you... bring out a new monster, and then like he wouldn't even have a plan. He's just like, "I'm here now," and then he would die. Yeah. Monty, are you saying that Bone Soup is not a legitimate <laughs> world takeover? No, plan? that was a great episode. That was a good episode. That was before the decline. Great episode, bad world takeover plan. No, terrible world takeover plan. <laughs> I mean, their plans are always bad, but, like, for a while there, they had zero plan to do anything. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a surprise and a relief when they were like, what if our plan was to just kill the Go-Rangers? Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) What if we just targeted the Go-Rangers and tried to hurt them? And I was like, wasn't that, like, the monster's idea or something? And the general was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll just shoot guns at the Go-Rangers. Brilliant. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Oh, they rip off. So they have eaten this trap, this this table of trap curry yeah. with the Fuhrer. They rip off the robe off of the Fuhrer, and we see a bunch of trippy, like, cartoony eyes and like, woo, 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 woo. and like flashing strobes. Yeah. and the Go Rangers definitely see what the Fuhrer looks like without his robe. But we as viewers never do. And the whole promise of this episode was we would get to see what the Fuhrer looks like. That happened, but not for us. Only the Go Rangers. So it was reverse, like, stage irony, right? Yeah. So we still don't know what he looks like. What do you think is the thing that characters would be shocked by, but we couldn't see on TV? Just like... A naked man. He's just a naked guy. (laughs) In the face. Yeah. His nick... No. It was just his face? Oh, I, I, I mean, was, I was that's what, what would the Go Rangers be shocked be by? Like they pull off the mask. He's a. His... What would be the most shocking to Japan, 1975? He's like a big Dutch guy. <laughs> he's like a Dutch. He's like professional super... wrestler. He's got you know like, like you know like that guy from Final Sacrifice with the like six foot wide jaw. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like a too much jaw. Yeah, he's he's just he's like a he's like a six foot tall because you know he's his suit actor is definitely like a Japanese man standing on a box. Oh yeah, you can definitely <laughs> see the box underneath. He's the like sheet. a six and a half, but and when they take off the hood, he's like a six and a half foot tall, like blonde, blue eyed Dutch guy. No, he's probably actually like a a four foot tall Dutch guy just standing on a box. <laughs> Maybe that's what. The what if it's. What if the reason that they were so surprised is it's two four foot tall Dutch? Oh shit! <laughs> like little rascally, like little rascally and that shit, like sitting on each other's shoulders. The go- the what if he's just Taro standing on his friend's shoulders? Ooh, what if it's two Taros? Yeah, it's Taro with a bird on his head. Oh, the Taro and the magpie are is the fear. Yeah. What if it's the blimp? Oh man. <laughs> okay, guys, but, but like. hang on, we've got a lot of good theories. <laughs> Um, is is uh, this baddie supposed to be some sort of um, transcendent of humanity kind of thing? As far as that they don't have the technological ability to That's display? a good question. Because as far as we know, he's just a leader of the Black Cross, and he's really, I guess, good at his job? So far, the people in the Black Cross army, it's unclear how many of them are just humans. Is he human? Because all of the Black Cross monsters of the week and generals have been robots. Yeah. 
Right, they usually have been robots. It's very standard that they're robots, which I think is kind of an easy way of showing extreme violence towards them without it, there being blood. Yeah. Um, and also them having cool abilities like put swapping out their brain. Throwing forks at people. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, a good question. Like, what makes a defu- what makes a fear separate? Yeah. If you want from, to, you yeah. throw forks at people. Yeah, yeah. but is we don't know. Is fear a robot? Is he an alien? Is he a ghost? Is he a? I mean, I feel like the weird mermaid? eyes pointed at not robot, not robot, organic sort of. Yeah. That would I think All make the- him cooler if he was. Yeah, I think it would be coolest if he was just a human. Commanding this extreme army of robot well, robo terrorists. All like all the putties are definitely just people, mm-hmm. but they also have. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're people, but they also have powers. Cool powers, right? Yeah. Like they, but they're just spy powers. I mean, ultimately, they're just glorified spy powers. Disguise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, well, the only other thing I have to say is that they resolve this episode. They do some cool um, body swapping stuff. The fear is like, oh, that wasn't my real body. I'm over here, but the Go Rangers pull the same trick later. They're like, oh, we had stunt doubles, and it was the 007 mm-hmm. team and a bunch of people left an eagle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also get a cool, um, we get a sexy sax version of the Veribloon theme song. Mm-hmm. is a trope they have kept up to this current day of having sexy sax versions of theme songs yep. and background music, which yep. I love. <laughs> but this was, overall, this was like a pretty... I thought this oh, episode, episode was fucking good. I think all three of these episodes were good. I love to see both commanders in the mix. Mm-hmm. The Black Cross Fuhrer yeah. and the yeah. Ranger commander. Yeah. Uh, it's getting really intimate. Chief, the, the chief just pulls a gun on the what he they thought was the Fuhrer. Yeah. yeah. It's getting real serious. He's getting, like, he doesn't, he himself doesn't do any stunts, per se. Yeah. But he gets up in the action scenes. Yeah. Which was nice. And he was part of the mission, which was cool. Yeah. Like, I felt like the the stakes were getting pretty high. Like, they're pushing. It, it reminded me that we're close to the end of the season. We're episode 37. We're getting. Yeah. We're about almost, like. But we have, like. 15 episodes 15 or so. 15 episodes left. Yeah. I'm surprised. Temujin has is still he's around. He's still around. Yeah, he did he's, not do shit this episode. He's got he's got a throne to sit in. He's good. Well, we've really dragged out episode yeah. thirty seven a lot. I mean what happens in the next episode? I don't know if it's quite as interesting no. as this episode. Episode yeah. thirty seven was really strong. Yeah. And as the alcohol increased, I think do, do, do your notes look like this the where they're purport where it's like a, a yeah. four, a half and then half. No, first for the each first episode, episode like I skipped lines. To keep it legible, but like that's a page, and the next one is half, a, mm-hmm. not even half a page, and then I didn't take notes with the first. Okay, yeah. so what's the name of the next episode? I uh, don't know. The next episode, I have a screenshot of this. I've got the 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 villain's name. Episode thirty-eight is the Blue Cliff, the quest for the demonic pirate's treasure. So my first note for this is Peggy's hot pants and also them boots. Yes, yes. <laughs> Peggy, we've talked a lot about. Dongers. We've seen some dongers and tights, but now, ladies, it's Peggy's day for the crotch shot. <laughs> yeah, some we good got crotch a, shot. We got a pirate mask. There's a guy with basically a big old, goofy like pirate mask with like periscope eye. Well, he's got like porthole eyes. Yes, yes. And he's got like periscope sticking out of the top of his hat, mm-hmm. and he creeps behind bushes 
it spies on people with his periscopes, and you see through his periscope vision, he sees like a Go Ranger covert operation, and he's just his focus is one hundred percent on Peggy's crotch. Oh, Peggy's on the scene. Whoa, Peggy! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. True. Like he's just It's true. He's we took just screenshots. Hoping for some camel toes. Yeah. What I think is Aren't we all? I'm assuming is his motivation. I promise trust me, listeners. <laughs> you will be the first to know when we spot camel toe on Go <laughs> Not yet. So that that opening scene though, like so it starts with Peggy's crotch, but it, mm-hmm. then it goes into like a really awesome fight scene with Peggy and all of these putties. Yeah. Yeah. Um that was nice. Yeah. That was really fun to watch. Yeah, she doesn't even morph. Yeah. No. She's no. Punch, no. She's punching and kicking Well, it, you, this really exemplifies the fact that the face actor of Peggy is a suit actor later on. She's very talented. Yeah. She's got the chops for fight scenes. So whenever there's a chance for her to actually be in a choreographed fight scene, she can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't need a stunt double. She doesn't need to fake it. No, she's... she's yeah. She's the stunt actor for Miss America. Yeah. Battle Fever J. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's not too often that we see people that cr- uh, cross the line of stunt actor and face actor, mm-hmm. partly because a lot of stunt actor or suit actors have really grizzled ass faces. Yeah. <laughs> the only other one that comes to mind is Kenji Oba. Kenji Oba. Uh, oh, handsome. A beacon of light. Always handsome. The the hero of this the Tokusatsu Kenji Oba world. showed up. In that window right now, and he'd be like, Susie, we're getting married. Divorce your husband. And we're like, okay, Ken Gioba, you know what's best for my life. <laughs> but you would do the same if he asked you. And he'd, he'd be like, he'd, he'd, like, have, he'd have a sick ass leather jacket. If he were yeah. like, hey, Leaf, divorce your wife, we're getting married, Leaf would be like, okay. He'd be like, bye. He'd be like, hey, I've done a lot of great things in my life. Also, my dick doesn't work too great because I've landed my crotch onto a box too many times. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to be my sidekick, and we're going to travel around the world and have fun. Yeah. I don't care what sex you are, if Kenji Oba, or what, what sex or gender identity you identify with, if Kenji Oba shows up in your window one night and tries to whisk you away like Peter Pan, you say yes! Does he have to do it from the window? <laughs> well, I, mean, I was... <laughs> Is he just going to come through our door like Kramer? I'd prefer that, honestly. Okay, I mean, whatever your fantasy Maybe is. Maybe knock politely. Oh, Kenji! <laughs> <laughs> to me, it'd be better if Kenji Oba was like... Just if he just showed up right there, he's like, hey, Susie. Hey, girl. Yeah, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. hey girl. Uh, is it time to talk no, about... No, he, he would do, like, he would do his, like, henshin pose from... Yes. From Space Sheriff Gavin and then just wink at you. But he would do it up there so all I could see was his crotch? Yeah. From my window? From our... We've got that half-submerged basement window. Yeah. Sort of and I'd be like, well, and then he, and then he'd wink at you, which you couldn't see, but you would but know I would what was f- happening. I would <laughs> feel it. I yeah. would feel the wink. Clonk. All right, like, yeah. Uh, continuing on with the episode, Peggy finds a child's map. Yeah. Treasure, treasure it is map. Half of a child's map. It is apparently map. a 500-year-old treasure map, but it really does look like his kid's drawing. It like, sure does. Magneted to the fridge. Yeah. With uh, yeah. Blue, yeah. Blue's hat is a little bigger. It's we. It's gone from a three quarters hat to a four fifths hat. It's <laughs> only a five percent improvement. Not great, but still better than before. Maybe by the end of the second season, if you he's might still have a, a full hat. Um, maybe. and oh yeah, there's like a whole elaborate thing for like the meeting somebody in a hotel with that half of the map. Yeah, and not like just. They, there's this 
really okay. elaborate plan to fool the villains Sounds who like were Sonya's also after it. Sonya's got an idea. So, like, Peggy uh, found the civilian guy who was who had gotten killed by Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he whispered some things to, to her, and she had the map and stuff in her pocket. Yeah. And she had to go meet the archaeologist guy. Yeah. Mole man. I'm not sure That's that... I wrote him down. Mole yes. man. Okay, with these. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah okay. But I'm not sure that, that it was uh, immediately connected that that person was along with the pirate mask in his plane form. This is... I actually haven't seen a whole lot of... Um, the the baddies transforming between yeah oh yeah, yeah. no yeah yeah so they, that was a whole like oh yeah his a bus face. yeah it was really weird and the whole banner and the messed up like long face with the hair and the too big forehead so God bless that man we uh, and he had those like what are the names of those Japanese sandals with the giant I don't the, two, no, the, the wooden sandals the that wooden are super sandals tall. with yeah. the two like cl- basically they look really they look so painful and clog some, sandals at yeah. one point at one point Coggles. he walks around in Coggles. them so much that he does what every woman who's ever worn high heels and then <laughs> and then anyone who's ever worn high heels out on a Friday or Saturday night for way too long. And you're way too drunk to deal with how much your feet hurt, and you've been walking in them for miles. You just fucking take that shit off and you walk barefoot. You're like, you know what's wor- we know you know what is better than walking in this bullshit? Possibly walking over a glass in my bare feet because these <laughs> shoes, these shoes hurt way too much to keep wearing. Any hashtag women's fashion. However, he also seemed to make a phone call from his shoes, which I haven't done. Maybe <laughs> I, I probably have tried <laughs> at some point. I don't he know also, if that call It also really looks like he checks them for the time at one point. Mm, yes, that's that what too. It that's what yeah, it was. It was yeah. some, the time, not the phone got call. some fucking utilitarian shoes for the era. Got some get smart stuck well, in Yeah, head. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this guy down. And this, and the, to be clear, this is Pirate Mask. It is him in his human form. He's got his human form, and it, it's true that we... We often we see, see we that. often see putties take on human forms to infiltrate society, the but the monsters of the week, yeah. not often. But this is the man with the mountain for a face. Oh my god, his face takes up mm. about I think forty percent of his body, and he's got a lot of body, and that should tell you something. Yeah, he's, he's a very, tall guy. He's very tall. He has a like he's got a very severe face. He's got a big forehead, like the top of his. He kind of his head kind of peaks. He's chiseled. He's not got a huge skull, but like it kind of slopes upward. But his jaw and his face is long. Yeah. If you guys could see what Sonya's doing with her face right now, it <laughs> accurately represents <laughs> the situation. We'll, uh, we'll see if we can post a screenshot. His, his <laughs> face was roughly chiseled from a log. Oh, and he's also wearing some great, like, super old school Japanese yeah, clothing yep. for yeah. God knows what He's really challenging that sort of like, what would you say, 16... I don't know. You guys know better than I me. I wish Attilio were here. He'd know. He might have a better idea. It looks like he's trying to be like a gangster. When did guns get introduced into Japan? 1600s? 1700s? Mm, I think Way earlier than that. Later than what I was going to say? 1800s? Uh, early t- anyway, sort of looks generally like a 1600 Japan sort of thing, I would say. Could be. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not good at Jap. I didn't I do Japanese studies. I can say... Uh, Watashi no Niko no Name wa Gorbudes. Kekiga If I remember correctly, That's what I can say. The Japanese were very isolationist until 
there was the, the 1800s? It was the late 1800s was, I think, the Meiji Restoration, yeah. where they started to get... Gunpowder. That was where the, the most What was the name of the guy, the European who forced his way into Japan? Commodore Perry. Yes. That was that American. Guy. They traded with the Dutch. Oh, he was American. Commodore, Commodore Perry was Dutch, I think, or Portuguese or oh, something. yeah, I was going to say, he was European. He was American? I thought it was... Anyway, whatever. Anyway, that is not... Yeah, no, they they were openly trading with the Dutch. They were cool with the Dutch. And then America was just like, Hey, we, no, bought, big, we bought big black ships that have a shitload of cannons on them. You're going to trade with us. And I'm like, well, we can't say no. As I, w- I would feel like we have failed ourselves if you learned anything about history from our No, that's actually not why we're here. Anyway. So let's talk about... Look on how Wikipedia Iron for Mask, more information. How Iron Mask Temujin, do you remember him? He's the big general that is in charge of he, most of these operations. Somehow. He spends this whole episode just waiting in the car. He's the guy who gets to sit in the chair. He sits... He earned that fucking chair. Well, I think that chair was... I think he got some privilege attached to that chair. But It's just we're kind of lazy, you right? You forget that he is even running the show. Go on without me. I have to pee. <laughs> Metallic poop head? Yeah, until... Oh, yeah, yeah the, the big, like, coils. The big, right. Yeah, big coily poop face. Yeah. Um, the pirate mask is like, Hey, I've done a great job! He runs out, and Iron Mask Temujin is literally sitting in a jeep. And he says, Good, carry on. Stands up, salutes, and the jeep drives away. And that is... That's Ladies and gentlemen, to it. that is Iron Mask Temujin's appearance in this episode. No, 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 he shows up at the end. Oh, no, that's the next episode. Yeah, I think that's it for this one. Is it the next one where they find the treasure? Oh, no, no they, they find they the treasure, find the treasure in this one. And I, my one last note before I lose the plot completely is they find the treasure. Well, the professor, who becomes a real selfish, greedy asshole, he finds the treasure, which is just a meteorite. And when he grabs onto the box... It's not just a meteorite. He, he's, he's, he's being real greedy. He's like, oh, it's my treasure! Like, it's my family heirloom, it's my treasure, it's my treasure! And he grabs the box, and the box begins floating away because it's an anti-gravitational weapon. An ancient av- anti-gravitational weapon. No, it's just a meteorite. Black, no, Cross, no, Black no. Cross is going to use it for their gravitational weapon. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. It's the, la- it's the really component for their gravity gun. They, okay. There was some really graphic um, drawings, also by probably children. Sure. Um, on That was posted on the... Fridges mm-hmm. at some yeah. point of yeah. More uh, of the the um, waste that uh, was going to be laid by this oh. weapon, and it was a very solemn kind of a moment. They're like, oh shit, this this we're gravito- gonna, we're gonna gravitational lift skyscrapers weapon. up into the air and then crush them into the ground. Yes. Did, did any did any of these drawings include like a like an eight year old Japanese kid with a bowl cut like s- s- over a cityscape like shooting eye lasers? No, I wish. <laughs> That would have been amazing. Tetsuo. Sounds really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture it really clearly, so maybe. It's like, uh, a, it's, like a, it's like a genetic memory. But so, so, so that they, uh, the Black Cross Army, they had plans for a gravitational weapon, and they just happened to hear about this five hundred yeah, year old. It, I kind of got the impression that they were like, "All right, gonna... let's make a weapon that uses gravity," and they're like, "Great." So we've got it all figured out, except for the part about controlling gravity. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, they the maybe something will come up. <laughs> I don't want to give them and any credit, but that's... that's so you know, maybe, maybe the Black Cross Army just has a plan, a contingency plan for everything. Like, they just, like... Mm-hmm. St- 
And they had the, the whole whiteboard thing where they're like, here's all the dumb ways we could take over the world. This is the flowchart. Yeah. Oh. Like, if we could just get our hands on any of these things, but the, the whiteboard is literally like... Like oh just don't just, just yeah, 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 yeah like we've it. seen before like I imagine I think what Susie says is totally great like there's a like a blackboard that's got all these equations in it and then there's just like one spot with a big circle and a question mark which all you have to do is insert like a like a perpetual motion device yeah. Uh, yeah. or like an anti-grav uh-huh. weapon yeah. and then all of a sudden it would make sense they yeah. just have rows and rows of these chalkboards uh, just in case yeah so you're saying that maybe that maybe they are so uh, well organized. <laughs> Did you do something about that cat? No, there's nothing about this. Cat. Thank you. Yeah, no, I feel like they've planned for every possible insane outcome. Right, like only the insane outcomes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing. I mean, yeah, nothing like logical or coherent. Like blow up an actual city. Yeah, versus like, a yeah. canyon. Not I mean, like, they've. They've busted out bombs before, but it's like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with this hydrogen bomb? We're gonna drop it in a volcano. I mean, they've already tried uh-huh. the pretty like logical things. They tried to like take over Verabloom and use that against Tokyo, and that didn't work, right? So now I feel like they're really reaching. Uh, the only other thing I have to say is how. Do you remember how the Go Rangers are immune to hypnosis? Yeah. I yeah. do. You think. <laughs> That's just a. That was just a stated fact. Right. At some point. We were never. Yeah. It's it was not, never explained. It's not stated, but I th- think it's implied that the Go Rangers are simply immune to gravitational distortions. I would assume so because every time they got near this meteorite, nothing happened. Yeah, it lifted the professor in the yeah. air, mm. and he got mm-hmm. thrown around like a broke rag his doll. knees. Broke his damn knees because mm. he's not a Go Ranger and he can't handle a twenty foot drop. But the Go Rangers are just like. No. They cuddle it, no problem. I'm not putting up with that shit, and they don't. Yeah. And then, like, while they're, like, finding the treasure, and they're fighting Pirate Mask and killing Pirate Mask, mm. and, like, they're opening the treasure box, because Black Cross didn't even fucking know what was in the treasure. They didn't know about the, that the meteorite was in the box. Yeah. And, like, fucking Iron Shit Coil Mask <laughs> is just like, hold on, hold on. Let's see what happens yeah. when they open it. And then yeah. they open it, it's meteorite, and then he gets scared off and he runs yeah. away. Yeah. So, he's pretty much useless. Well, did did Gorgor start a slideshow of all the images we took? Yes, he did. Oh, Gorgor. <laughs> You're so great. So, look at him uh, grasping on to... Yeah, he's yeah that's, on the the next, that's the next episode. Yeah. Uh, Which is... The next episode is actually a continuation. It is a part two, and it is called Crimson Sea of Japan, the superpower of the mysterious meteorite. <laughs> you said it. Who needs this? Because actually, I'm this beer is... drink. That's my okay. beer that I'm finishing. I think. No, this is my beer. Is this this beer is freshly opened and full? Is that your beer? Maybe. This sure, they're both ha- about the same. Oh. <laughs> she literally just opened one. <laughs> I gave it to Sonia though. I had a anyway. Doesn't matter. We need to kind of blast through this because we're yeah. We've managed. Well, I mean, it's a continuation of the same story, so yeah. I feel like a lot of the yeah, stuff has been done. It. New villain. Yeah, so. He's a st- he stone like a- dick for a head. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, do you remember his actual name? No. We know he looks like a stone. Mask mask. mask. He looks like the, the Easter Island. Easter Island. Island, yeah. He's yeah. got. He's got he, we all, I feel, really liked his character. No, he's got a cool design. He's got. Yeah, it just does kind of look like a I dick. think we all, like penises. Yeah, well, there's a lot to like. 
The first thing we're like, <laughs> the first thing we're like for the family, for the family friendly audience, <laughs> is that his head looks like the Easter Island mask, but he's got a face on all four sides. So actually, he can see everything it, that goes yeah. going on around him, and he actually cleverly calls out all of the Go Rangers are hiding in bushes all around him, and he's like, I see you, Pink, you're uh, there. I see you, Yellow, you're over there. And they're like, hoi, they hop out, <laughs> and it's like, he's calling them out as they hop out, which is very clever. Yeah, he's a capable villain. Yeah. Also, his head, not an idiot. his head looks like a glands of a penis. It does. Yeah. Also, he trolls Iron Mask Temujin. Yes. And just, yeah. and just parrots him for a scene. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> he, like, he knows he's not going to get fired by just, like, for being cheeky. So he pisses off his boss. Yeah. yeah. We can appreciate it. I mean, hey, do, do you think he was aware that he would he is more likely to die than be fired? Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's a little meta, right? <laughs> like, yeah. do you think he, he's, like, looking at... My life doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. he looks at the job description, and he sees that literally, like, 35 people have died before him. The, like, the... the same... The, yeah. What, seven days, approximately, <laughs> is how long it takes for you to... Before you, yeah. Turnover like, is high. He's yeah. like, well, the retirement plan is super good, but I do have to survive for 48 hours. <laughs> I guess this is my life. I can't get an office job, so fine. I also, Not with a penis. We did, Not with my dickhead. We did literally spend, I would say, about one to two minutes talking about whether this guy was the same suit actor as the guy who played the suit actor in the pink the peach outfit, whose donger we definitely talked yeah, about a lot, based based on the shape and position of his junk. No. And yeah. Susie's theory is not the same guy because the head of his penis is up way too high, way closer to his belt, where the peach guy had a much more. You know, I'm not a guy. I'm a lady. I don't know about adjusting my junk in my spandex co- costumes. Leaf just said this may have been a day he just yanked his junk up really high. Uh-huh. And it could have been the same guy as the peach outfit guy, and that day he just kind of jammed his junk down low. And I don't so know how penises work. Do pe- are penises like silly putty? You could just yank them back and forth like well, that. Depending on your clothing, you can move them around. But I have a theory. Because look how high I- his head is up. It's like at his belt buckle. Okay, so this is my theory, and I wrote it down, but I'm going to actually say it differently. <laughs> same dick, different dangle. <laughs> also different outfit this spandex may be slightly more reinforced than the peach spandex we don't know he's got a bigger belt buckle that yeah. might that might give a tightness that he's able to like tuck his his, his wing wing up into yeah a little easier <laughs> I don't know suspend it in Le- a different orientation we've pointed out that and this is true for later Sentai we don't know about Go Ranger typically the same person often plays the monster of the week but this is the first Sentai. We don't know if that... Is that true in this? It, yeah. As far as I... It's kind of... If you speak English, it's really difficult to find a lot of information about Go Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't speak Japanese, it's hard to find information but about But I don't Go speak Ranger. Japanese. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> Those are some deep cuts the, uh, if anyone's ever watched yeah. additional Sentai series. <laughs> so... Or Cocker Ranger and Gow Ranger. I thought I thought we had like a or y'all had a, a call out. For, we do what for for interpreters like. Well, we know Leo. Oh, Leo. Leo is our but is Leo's our token not gonna, Japanese. Leo's not going to be able to tell if this is the same guy or not based on his penis. Like Leo, okay, we can ask Leo to. 
You yeah. can unravel a pun for us. Yeah. But if we say, Leo, can you scour the Japanese internet to find information about the suit actors? I don't know if he's got the time. Or the, <laughs> he or could. The, yeah, yeah, he, technically, he technically could, but he'd be like, fuck you guys. Hold on. But, we got to eat. It's been so many minutes. One week. <laughs> I only have two more things to say about this episode, if anybody else wants to throw anything else no. in. Uh, one is this episode is special for several of us because we get to see Peggy in like her Filipino dancer outfit. Oh, it's so oh. cute! As part of like an infiltration yeah. mission, it's because it's again we're at the hotel. Ke- yeah, after Ke- like, after leisure suit kid. Are these Yakuza kids? Yo. I think they are. They're so sharply dressed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. We cut cuts yeah. open the meteorite and takes a crystal out of it well, and gives it to some it dancers. To his mom. Was it's div- gotta be his mom, That's, Yeah, right? okay, that makes a That makes bit of more sense. sense. Yeah. Oh, then the oh, mom is showing up at... It's true. Hey, mom, um, my dad's Yakuza, and you're a dancer lady. Yeah. And here's I like a pretty this, thing. I like this headcanon. It's good. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Mm. It makes a lot more sense. It does. It, it is pretty great to see, like, an eight-year-old kid in, like, a 70s oh, leisure, suit? leisure yeah. suit. Yeah. For no reason. And the hair, right? He's got yeah. the hair and the leisure they, suit. They find, they crack open this He shows up in a woman's, a dancer woman's, like, dressing room and, like, shows her, like, here's this shiny, like, bauble. They were still playing in a rubble pile. And yeah. they like, yeah, a, a, right. a pack of children oh with no adult God. supervision. I did that. Plenty of, I mean, I played junk. You're Alaskan. You don't count. Fine. <laughs> but it was uh, for for those of uh, any of you, which should should be all of you, who are attracted to <laughs> Peggy Matsumoto. Yeah, if you're not Matsuyama, this is a must see. Uh, her uh, her and her Filipino dancer outfit is pretty great. And Super then cute, also, not sexy or weird, just really like pretty. Yeah, yeah great. But, but like like it looks sexy, yeah, but it like still not, sexy, but not like but not like super a, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first scene, though, they looked like strippers. They did. That's what we're thinking. What's going on here? It was like the glittery bras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Does, like, wholesome sexy make sense? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. It's like like going to Hawaii and watching uh, at a luau watching hula dancers. Yeah, maybe this is also just an effect of, like, (laughs) the 70s from, like, 40 years later. Feels wholesome. Maybe not to them at the time, but I don't know. They had, like, a full banquet room of, like, Men and women. I don't think. Right, like, maybe, like maybe Dad's mustache is all a rustling or a rustling. <laughs> Watching <laughs> women fully, almost women still ninety percent covered, only <laughs> from here showing and their shoulders. Ooh, sexy. The other thing that I ha- thought was great about this episode is how, in the absence of Verabloon, Blue or goes full Rambo sociopath. Yeah, he goes like mm. he. Washes up on the beach, and then a bunch of putties attack him, and he just goes full like he yeah. goes psycho on them. He just starts fighting them. He starts doing a lot of like heavy, like lifting his arm and smashing him yeah. in the chest. He grabs one guy by the neck and he interrogates him. He's like, "Where is the? Where is your leader?" And he's like, "Oh, he's over here." And he's like, "Thanks," and stabs him in the chest. <laughs> God, I didn't <laughs> like, even see that. He like is holding him by the neck. That was Blue that did that. Yeah, yeah. he like. It almost Jesus. looks. I he, guess that's spy shit. That's pretty spy. It shit. almost kind of looks like he's just hitting him, but I think it's kind of hard to tell because of the camera angle. But I think he takes like basically a knife and just while he's got the guy by the neck, he just stabs him right in the heart. Like that guy's gone. If we're doing spy shit, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, he just... Sentai, this is the first season of Sentai, so they haven't reached that, like, whole, like... Yeah, he's got that look in his eye, too. Like, he doesn't give a fuck what he well, does. Well, Veribloon's at the fucking bottom of the ocean. Yeah, like, he doesn't give a shit what happens until Veribloon. And he's calling Ver Like, he's radioing for Veribloon. Like, we've established that Veribloon's sentient, and he's, mm -hmm. like, he's not contacting anyone else. He's like, hey, Veribloon, are you there? Yeah. yeah. So, he's, Also, uh, like, without Veribloon. he's like, got a deep relationship. because Veribloon crashes. Yeah. Like into the water, right into a, a bathtub. In a bathtub, <laughs> right? But like, also the rest of the Go Rangers like see it happen. They're like, "Oh, oh! shit!" And then they don't go looking for yeah. him. Like, oh, whatever. Like whatever. I'm not in love with Veribloon. That's blues shit. <laughs> we'll take care of it later. And so yeah. he's all like by himself, washing up on the shore. It's a real, it's a real like Dragon Caesar sort of thing. I feel like from. G-Ranger, yeah. also known as Power Rangers. Well, a blue and Veribloom have a real green and dragon Caesar relationship. I'm just going to put that out there. Do we hit the it all? Do we hit all there's the some, There's some donger. There's a new Go Ranger storm where they kick the spiky balls down the rope. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say the only things we haven't talked about are all... Each episode has a new variation of the Go Ranger storm, which is cool. And I feel like the meteorite thing is still not resolved, so we'll see what happens. I don't yeah. remember the Go Ranger Storm in episode 37 and episode 38. It Doesn't was a, matter. It was an anchor because it was a pirate. Sure. Yeah. And then 39, it just travels down the rope because, yeah, that's fun. Whatever. But anyway, there's probably some good stuff coming up next. I feel I like agree. we're coming to the end of the season, it's so the getting... stakes are going to be high. Yeah. And we're excited about the fucking Chinese food we're going to eat right now because we're so hungry. We have been waiting for you, dear listener, to eat this Chinese food because we got to finish yeah, this episode. Fuck you. <laughs> You're monsters for making us wait for this Chinese yeah. food. How dare you yeah. make us ramble for an hour and a half? Oh, God damn man. it. Anyway, let's uh, let's eat some food and we'll come at you. We'll hit you next time for the next episode of Drink Kenger. Oh, uh, hey, you can find us at Twitter, uh, Drink Kenger, Tumblr, mm -hmm. Drink Kenger, Facebook, Drink Kenger. You can please subscribe on iTunes and also leave us a nice review. If you want to leave us a shitty review, I prefer you didn't. Fuck you. Go somewhere else. Just stop listening to our podcast. If you want to leave us a nice review, go ahead. All of our social medias can also be found at drinkkenger.com. Not really. I need to update that. Mm. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Most of them. Our but you can definitely find our iTunes and our... Facebook. Facebook. But our Twitter and our Tumblr is not there. I'll endeavor to change that. But yeah. honestly, just whatever social media you're on, hey, just look up Drink Kenger. You'll find us. There's mm. no other drink enders out there in the world. Until your friends. And if they are, fuck them. They're imposters. Even we if, will fight them. Even, we will even if drunkenly. Even if friends... I mean, if it's best if your friends are... Uh, friends, friends are a fan of Sentai, but if they're not, I don't know. Whatever, who cares? Maybe they just like weird shit. Yeah. Maybe Do you like Japanese television? Did you like Power Rangers, I guess? Did you like the did your 70s? Friend, did, did your friends like Power Rangers and need to be woke? <laughs> yeah. So all that bullshit that everyone says at the end of their podcasts. Anyway, yeah. let's sound off. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're the Drink Kenters. Whiskey red. Tequila yellow. Gin violet. Jaeger green. Together we are Sake Sentai Drink Kenters. Oh man, I gotta piss so and hungry. eat. <laughs> gotta keep Monty alive with his Chinese. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.